White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. I'm Herb Lawrence. Ecknerwall23 is the way you can follow me on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill on Twitter, and our show is at Locked On Sox Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to leave a voice message, 312-566-8777. Two seven is the way you can leave one or locked on socks at gmail.com for our email system. <laughs> Without any further ado, it is Chris Tannehill. A great night to beat Detroit is every night. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Let's ask Bill Walton how he's doing. The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studge Turkle Bridge Division Street. Let's go. And this White Sox winner is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our lockdown rooms. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. So the White Sox victorious last night over Detroit by a score of 4-1. to one. Sox now improve their record to 34 and 22 on the season. And with the idle Indians, the Sox move to three games up on Cleveland in the AL Central. So, just a really good night. Uh, we're going to break this game down. And in segment two, we're going to talk about uh, a White Sox player and his odd hobby. We'll get to your voicemails and kind of send you in to the weekend on a fun note. Happy Friday, everyone. You made it. Congratulations. Um, Let's talk about this game last night. So, you know, before we get to the Sox stuff, how good is Casey Mize, friends? I mean, mm. he they, obviously we know number one pick. We know he's got the stuff, but just for a young guy, he just already has such great command out there. And you know, it reminded me a lot of, Ver, of Verlander. You know, and just you know, seeing that Tiger uniform and a guy in complete command and control of a ball game, getting through innings very quickly, efficiently. Uh, he goes seven innings, five hits, gives up the three runs on the three uh, solo shots. Season ERA at three three four, but uh, they got a good one in Detroit, and I have a feeling uh, that he's going to be a thorn in our side in this division for uh, many years to come. Here, one hundred percent, the guy looks polished as a you could say he's a second year player, but that year last year was a shortened one. I'm yeah, I'm into jumping onto him like. I think the White Sox jumped on to Justin Verlander early in his career, and then Justin figured it out and started eating the White Sox lunch. Let's get our wins while we can off of Casey Mize, because you can see it's coming. It's here. The man was just filthy, six strikeouts, no walks, the three solo shots, as you mentioned there. And going into, what, the seventh inning there, looking good, looking strong, and only, what, 89 pitches throughout that seven-inning performance. His team needs to give him a little bit of uh, support, but... Casey Mize is going to be a something, and I'm not not looking forward to p- playing versus him. No, and this is the only strength of the Detroit Tigers, I think, because that that lineup, ooh, it's rough as hell. Casey Mize is going to be good. I don't know if Tariq Skubal is going to be good, but they have some players out there that are usually on their starting rotation more than their uh, lineup. 
Let's so we move over to Lance Lynn. Uh, his final line last night: uh, six innings, four hits, one run. It was earned. Just two walks, six punch outs, and he gave up the solo shot there. Season earned run average to one point two three on the year. And you know, overall thoughts on Lance Lynn, Herb. You know, he he didn't have elite control last night. He was really battling, especially in the first couple innings there. He really had that pitch count up really high. Then he started to figure it out a little bit uh, with a lot of improvisation as well mixed in there, just like on the fly, just mixing in uh, you know, curveball changeup on occasion just to get himself out of some of these uh, long at-bats from the Tigers. But what would you make of uh, Lance Lynn's outing last night? It was good. It was fine. It wasn't his best performance as a White Sox, but he only gave up one earned run, a home run to Willie Castro, I believe it was. So I'll take that every time. The guy is just a bulldog. He gets frustrated with himself, with the ump today. Oh my goodness, Prince. folks! All right, yeah, <laughs> so we'll, all right, folks. We'll get to we'll get to the uh, to the home plate umpire uh, tonight in just a bit after you finish your thoughts. But you could see he was like you know frustrated with himself but he was off there kicking the the rosin bag and milling around the mound because the ump wasn't giving calls that he wanted but yeah that's that's his personality he wants to be a little gruff a little uh pissed off on the mound to perform as as well as he can because that tiger lineup like i said there's nothing there anymore you see miguel cabrera name and he's a shell of himself he's a guy that's slugging only 285 this year it's just so sad to see a guy that had such a great career uh, end like this but that tiger lineup there's nothing in there really to worry about except for the rookie badu he's pretty strong uh, early in the season but uh that's why i say it's not his best performance because the the competition's not that great and he only struck out six and gave up those two walks so he knew what he had to do and it's good on tony to recognize that he didn't have his great stuff get him out after 89 pitches six innings pitch and give the bullpen a little bit work. Bummer, Evan Marshall, and of course Liam Hendricks. Um, Miguel Cabrera, Miggy is nine home runs away from five hundred. That put put that in your back pocket. Like I've never seen a guy hit his five hundredth home run in in the bigs. Um, that's something. Maybe a road trip. Maybe they'll come back around here at the at the clip that he's going. Maybe it'll be the next time the Tigers are in town if they're in town again. But yeah, next year. <laughs> uh, but Will Little, the home plate umpire last night um that non-strike call to candelario i think that was in the first inning it's one of the worst non-calls i've ever seen uh he ends up tossing lucas giolito uh in between innings there towards the end of the ball game because lucas was acting like a like just a spastic child out there trying to get a, a call for uh i believe it was uh, evan marshall no and, it was your mancada oh yeah that's right it was during the mancada at bat and um he was he did not have a good night the zone was inconsistent all night long for both pitchers and credit to Casey Mize once again, you know, uh, just kind of just plowing right through it and and knowing that, you know, there was some good pitches that he made and he didn't get the calls. And then Lance Lynn, you know, he's a guy that, that demands, you know, uh, perfection or at least excellence from everyone around him in, in the field. You could tell he gets, you know, upset when guys don't make a play. And the same goes for the home plate umpire, Will Little, when he missed a few calls here or there. But he knows that he can't go in too hard. But that what a that was a rough night for old Will Little. And that that play where where it was the, the caught stealing slash strikeout yes. to end the inning and you didn't know what was happening. And, again, we don't have the luxury of being there to hear whether or not that strike three call was audible, but it was just like five. He gave he rang him up five minutes later. You know, I'm, yeah. surprised, I'm surprised he's not ringing someone up now in the car on the way home. And <laughs> I think that's part of the frustration for these guys. He, I think, he does a audible 
strike and yeah. then finally does the the signal for a strike to everybody else like that's probably hard part of the thing you're doing these theatrics just give us the damn strike call you jerk so we can all see it and yeah you wouldn't have to throw a ball down there maybe the guy who's sliding to second doesn't you know put himself in jeopardy of a finger or a wrist being broken if he knows that it's academic that he's not going to be safe or out it doesn't matter so yeah will malillo had a really really bad day um Umpire Auditor, I think, is the Twitter <laughs> account where you could see the consistency of the strikes, the balls that, or strikes that they called that were wrong. Will Little will have a really bad scorecard. Or it's either Umpire Auditor or up Umpire Scorecards. I think it's Umpire Scorecards, but Umpire Auditor shows, I think, how far off the strike zone a guy made a call. And he might be the new leader in the clubhouse for that one because that pitch versus uh, – Yoan Mankata, that strike struck him out. I think it was Norris threw a ball like at mid shin of Yoan Mankata, and when I saw him react to it, and of course Will Lillard does that re, uh, delayed reaction, you see the ball go. The catcher catches it low. Immediately you see Yoan react like what the, f-? <laughs> and then you see Will Little punch him out, and you don't see <laughs> Yoan complain no. often, but he had words like. In Will Little's face, not, you know, very verbose or anything. He wasn't, like, spitting on him or anything, but he had some words. He's like, hey, man, that was not a strike. You cannot do that to me. That wasn't close to a strike. And that's what uh, Lucas Giolito and the rest of the White Sox dugout was all about. Like, what the F is going on here? You cannot be calling that on our player. That is garbage. And Lucas probably knows that Will Little will not be at first or third or home for him. He'll be at second when he starts on su- on Saturday. So he knows he can air out Will Little and get uh, don't have to get him later in the series. So, yeah, Will had a really bad game, but the White Sox persevered past his garbage uh, performance. Hey, with uh, some help from the bullpen last night, uh, it goes uh, Lynn, then Bummer, then Marshall, then Hendricks. Bummer, Marshall Hendricks go at inning apiece, uh, only allowing uh, one hit between uh, the three of them with six punch outs between the three of them. Just a solid night from the bullpen. Bummer looked like uh, vintage Aaron Bummer last mm-hmm. night. He looked really good. Evan Marshall as your eighth inning guy. Here we go. He looked really good. He's starting to uh, stabilize here a bit. And, of course, Liam Hendricks, the AL uh, reliever of the month, just looks better and better every time he gets out there with the work. And Stoney acknowledged it at the end of the game. Like, okay, Tony's finally realized – what it takes for Liam Hendricks to, to operate at 100% efficiency, and that's getting out there a ton. So it's good to see this bullpen take shape because uh, they're they're going to need it there because you know the the offense still is not overwhelmingly good. You know you got you got the solo shots tonight, but overall the lineup you know, it's not what you hope it will be at the end of the season. So you're going to need the the pitching to maintain its uh, its excellent uh, burst as of late. But the bu- good job by the bullpen overall tonight. And. Liam Hendricks spoke to it when um, he spoke to the media about his uh, pitcher relief pitcher of the month earlier today. He said, the reason why I'm the relief pitcher of the month is because our team is good. If I'm not winning or we're not winning, I'm not winning awards. So this is what happened in May. The bullpen improved from their performance in April and Liam Hendricks got in more favorable positions to do his job. And like you said, it's taken Tony a little bit to understand that Liam Hendricks is a, is a guy. He's going to go out there and post every night if you want him to. You have to hold him back and tell him, hey, man, tonight is not your night. And that's pretty much what he said. He said on Monday he was available even after pitching on Saturday for both of the games and Sunday, getting both of those, all three of those saves in two games, two days. 
And he was like, hey, I'm ready for Monday. And they're like, no, we're going to hold you out on Monday. That's what you need to do with Hendricks, not the other way around. So put him out there, make him work, make him pitch. And he acknowledged that I won't get tired. And if I do, I'll say some words. And that's a guy that is not shy about telling you when he's gassed or when he needs a race, a rest and a blow. So, yeah, I would err on the side of overworking than underworking him. We'll take a quick time out, and on the other side, we'll talk about the offense and get into your voicemails next on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. There's so many things you could bet on each and every day at betonline.ag. It's got all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and even your UFC MMA action. Got a huge series with the Cardinals this week. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the latest news and odds, and you can sign up for bonuses and contest information. If you're someone who likes to play the Dow, you can bet on what the final digit of the Dow is going to be each and every day, okay? When I tell you they have everything, they have everything. I'm also looking at the hot dog eating contest this year, Joey Chestnut. Right now, the over-under set at 74 and a half hot dogs for Joey Chestnut for Wednesday, June 30th, 2021, the hot dog eating contest for this year. You want to bet on the New York lottery? You can do that. You can bet on whether or not the number is going to be odd or even. I'm telling you, they've got all your betting needs covered here at Bet Online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code, Locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code Locked On for your fifty percent welcome bonus. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our new friends at Sports Trade. Have you guys heard about Sports Trade? Well, it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sports Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, it's a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports, and they just added baseball to the platform. So check out Sports Trade today. Making money with Sports Trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points of the game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, Good old supply and demand, baby. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. Starting to see how this works here a little bit? When you're ready to buy shares, you pick the penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab that blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com and watch the How It Works video and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. Sports trade, this is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sportstrade.com. Our voicemailers tonight are going to set us up for uh, our topic of discussion on the offense. So 312-566-8727. 312-566-8727 is how you can get a hold of us on the Lockdown White Sox voicemail. And here we go. Are you ready, Herb? I'm ready. All right, this one coming in from the 630. What's up, boys? This is Max from Bartlett. Jake, 
God damn lamb. Give me Jake Lamb every day. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Max wants him every day. Uh, but here he is, man. Like, again, when Jake Lamb starts a game, he performs pretty well. And no one wants Jake Lamb to be starting games at this point. If you turn it back to, to February, March, like, you know, we, we have some problems. And, you know, Sox ran into some problems. But... Tony puts him in there. Coach Tony, I believe, is what Jake calls him when he when he calls our show. <laughs> Coach Tony puts him in there, and he performs. Man, that that was a big uh, big jack tonight, making it two nothing. We'll talk about Moncada in a second, but I mean, you know, I'm just gonna have to to eat this one, man. Another Jake Lamb home run. It's like a personal affront to me every time he's out there putting that jersey on. I guess. I mean, the man is on base forty percent of the time. He's slugging five thirty one. No one saw this coming. Maybe Tony. Maybe Rick Hahn. Co- Coach Tony so, did, yeah. So credit to Rick Hahn. I'm going to give you credit, Rick. You <laughs> saw Jake Lamb out there, and you said, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice and get Jake. See what I did there? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Jake Lamb, every time he comes up now, every game that he comes up, he's getting on base, and that's the name of the game. That's what you need to do, and that rocket home run he hit today uh, was nice to see. He's, he's just proving me wrong. I know initially I was not a big-time Jake Lamb guy, but, you know, if he gets a spot start here or there, I think that'll be his best role uh, in this White Sox lineup. I don't want him to play every day and left. We The fortunate, unfortunate thing that he is in there is because of Vaughn with a positive COVID test, maybe a false positive COVID test, so he on the IL for, in the interim. If that's the case, if he's going to be out for the next 10 days and no Adam Engel coming back in the near future, Jesus Christ. From, from what, I, it, from what I hear, it's not. Yeah. For what I hear from Vaughn, it's not going to be a, a long time. I think they just okay. need to get a couple more uh, negative tests. And Tony said in the pregame that he had COVID in December, right? Yeah. Like, so, you know, I don't know what this is. Like, there's – it's a – we we're not smart enough, and we don't have enough time here to talk about this stuff that goes on with this with this testing, and even with guys who have been vaccinated, and you know, it's just it's really just ridiculous um, at times. But it's there for everyone's safety. But I'm told, uh, I've heard anyway, that uh, Vaughn won't be out for that long. So okay, that's good. And I think Tony spoke to tonight's game, getting the guy Gavin Sheets, who they just called up in Andrew Vaughn's stead to get the start there because the next two days on Saturday and Sunday are going to be left-handers going to the bump. So maybe Jake Lamb pitch plays versus a right-hander on Friday night, but maybe not in left field because I think Gavin Sheets will be getting the start Friday night. All right, let's see who else is checking in. Oh, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa from the 5-6-3. Yeah, this is Shoeless Joe from Guttenberg, Iowa, and it's nice to see Yohan Moncada with a little bit of power. And uh, Jake Lamb with a little bit of power. I think you'll see Moncada hit more and more home runs this year. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, Stoney said Moncada's going to hit 25 bombs this year. And that, that home run in the uh, in the first inning there, uh, impressive. On a pitcher's pitch, is able to take it opposite field, just barely enough to get it over the wall. But that's just a great piece of hitting. And just I'm thinking about the best overall baseball played by White Sox players in, in recent memory, and you'll be hard-pressed to find anyone playing better baseball offensively and defensively than Yohan Moncada is right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's on one. He's just, as we had concerns early in the year, those have melted away. Yohan's putting it all together, being the player that we thought he was going to be and progressing from the 2019 season. We're erasing the 2020 season because it was short and because of COVID. It looks like a nice linear progression up to the top and Steve was on to Steve Stone was on today with Lawrence Holmes and he said 
that if your Mankata goes into the mirror every day and says, you know what, I'm going to be the best player in baseball, that could happen. And it's not far-fetched at all. He is a top 10 F4 player right now. He is doing it with the bat, doing it with the glove. That strikeout at the end of the game, he knows the strike zone expertly, and he knows it wasn't a strike. No, and no, anybody in the in the whole stadium knew that wasn't a strike. So the guy will be fine, and he will progress to one of the best players, if not the best player in baseball. I believe that. You could just see the talent is immense. Imagine if we – I just, like, think about how good he is, and we thought of – Luis Robert may be the best player in baseball or one of the best players in baseball when he figures it all out. Think about that when he comes back and we're going to have Mio Mancada and then Eloy's going to come back and we still have Jose <laughs> and Tim Anderson. Jesus Christ, it's embarrassment of riches. This team is so great. They're overcoming their manager. They're overcoming injuries. They're overcoming everything to be one of the best teams in the American League and one of the best teams in the whole league. It's an amazing job. I'm not getting credit to Tony LaRusso. <laughs> I don't give me any credit for the losses. I will not give you any credit for the wins either. This is the hey, team man. coming together. I'll give credit to Rick Hahn, who put this team together. Ooh, you hear that, Rick? Yeah, I'm giving credit. <laughs> That's what that general managers matter much more than managers, 100%. And he has done a So you're saying man- managers matter? Because you say yeah. they matter much more, so general that, you, you, you so you so you're saying that man, general managers matter much more than managers. So you're saying that inherently managers matter at least somewhat, a little bit. Oh, okay, I'm getting That's, all right. It's only June. All right, I'll, I'll it's, move it's, on. It's just like uh, it's just like that. Uh, I couldn't care less, or I could care less. <laughs> That's right. If you yeah. could care less, friends. You would care a little bit, or, just a little smidgen. That's or, why my, much managers matter. Or people who people who say irregardless. Uh, yeah, um, um, they, they made that a re- real word. Of I course they it. did. Just like the you know new definition of literally. Uh, but yeah, don't hate on Tony. He's legit. I'm legitimate. I'm a hall of famer. We know this. Um, but sure I'm, too. I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned it, Herb. Like it's June third. They're about to open it up to 100 percent capacity. The Sox are in first place by three games. Without the best team even being on the field, the best is yet to come for the 2021 White Sox, and they're still giving us an enjoyable product, uh, a summer companion for us. And you know, life is good, man. We should you know enjoy the ride with baseball. I know it's compared to last year, it's a bit different. There's still about 100 more games left to go here, but I think it's important that we stop and just enjoy what this team's doing right now because it, it is a fun brand of baseball. If you like pitching and defense and timely hitting. Which is what they're doing. Like this is a really fun team to watch right now, and it just, you know, when this team is is at you know full one hundred percent force, like it's it's going to be a team that's that that's going to be need to to be reckoned with, man. Like I'm so excited about getting these guys back and watching this team uh, at one hundred percent. Who knows when that will be? Maybe it'll be just around the the right time at the end of September, you know. And you know, a lot of a lot of good stuff ahead for this team. Um, you know, we say things aloud, and then they just kind of happen here. Uh, our final voicemail of the night. Let's see who's checking in. I think I know. Oh, hey there, guys. Guess who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guessed it. Oh. Jake Lamb. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm Jake Lamb. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, great game tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I guess first and foremost, I want to thank Coach Tony. Oh. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> I want to thank my family. Uh, for their support, my friends, uh, the whole coaching staff, too. But most of all, you know, I want to thank you, Herb. <laughs> Herb, without you, I, I really couldn't have done this. 
So thanks again, Herb. Uh, yeah. 412 feet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 110 exit velocity. That good enough for you, Kenny? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> How about you, Josh Nelson? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, get ready. I hope those, those, all those, uh, season ticket holders in that Goose Island Club are ready, because I'm going to send a lot more dingers out there. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to have a lot more wins. So, uh, keep up the good work, Herb. And uh, thanks, you guys, uh, for uh, just letting me be a part of the show. Who is it? Uh, this is Jake Lamb calling. Okay, thank you, Jake Lamb, for clarifying. <laughs> Man, he had a little something for everyone. There's some for me, some for Josh Nelson. Pow, ping. Uh, that was good stuff right there from Jake. Hey, man, got to savor it. You know, you never know what day in the big leagues could be your last. So you got to call up the Locked on White Sox voicemail and, uh, you know, air out the haters, man. Like myself Yeah, right when you got right when you're out the field, he's like, I'm going to call these some bitches. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick timeout. Thank you, Jake Lamb. Again, that was Jake Lamb calling. And say hello to Coach Tony. You guys are both uh, legitimate in my book. Um, take a quick time out here, and we'll send you into the weekend with a, a new White Sox player and his unconventional hobby. That's next here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, you guys know, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. A little health and fitness update for you guys and gals. I am down about 16 pounds since February, thanks to Built Bar. You see, I gave up sweets a while back, and I needed something to replace those sweets because I will never get rid of my sweet tooth, I don't imagine. So Built Bars are perfect because they're always covered in 100% chocolate, and they are packed with protein. They're low-carb and low-sugar, so my mind and my taste buds both think that I'm eating a candy bar, which in essence I am, but it's actually a Built Bar. They're not pumped with sugar like those candy bars and other protein bars on the market. And they've got a variety of different flavors. They've got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. As a matter of fact, Herb and I just ordered a couple of boxes for the office just today, as a matter of fact. We ordered 36 in total, 218 packs. I said, Herb, what's your favorite flavor for the office here? And he said, Tanny, give me peanut butter brownie. So I did. And what did I get for myself? One of my favorite flavors, cookies and cream. And you got to go to BuiltBar.com now and sign up for their email and text list. And that way they'll let you know when a new flavor is back in stock. That's how I got my coconut brownie chunk. And that's how you can get birthday cake with sprinkles. No joke. It's a really good flavor, but they run out fast. So you got to go to builtbar.com now. And when you do, do what we did today. We used our own promo code today, a promo code LOCKED15. That's going to get you 15% off your order at builtbar.com. I'm telling you, if you're like me and you've got the sweet tooth, these really help curb those cravings. They're packed with protein. Your average Built Bar has about 17 grams of protein. So they fill you up without all the sugar. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15. That's Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, quickly, before we get to this fun stuff here from Liam Hendricks, uh, Sox are rocking the uh, the City Connect jerseys on Saturday, and um, you know they got three more with the Tigers. Hopefully, 
it'll be they'll take at least two more uh, from Detroit, and it should be a fun weekend of baseball with with good weather and, and and good crowds out there. So if you're going out there, enjoy yourselves. This is a good team facing off against a bad team, and you just saw their best pitcher and you beat them. So it should be a good weekend for the Sox, and we're going to talk about these City Connect jerseys. Uh, in a maybe week or two because we have like this whole uh, episode about Sox uniform history and I think this folds in nicely to that conversation but I'm withholding I talked about him a little bit someone did ask me when you were out in Arizona what I felt about him and I said what I felt but I'm holding with all withholding all judgment on that, those uniforms until I see him on the guys that actually look good wearing them not what I would look like wearing them so I'm looking forward to seeing how they look in them Lucas will be pitching on the mound uh, hopefully he's not ejected and uh should be fun but uh here we go herb uh i've got a lot of nerdy hobbies well not really i i collect nerdy things like bobbleheads i've I got see yeah there's just some here this tim anderson one will be giving it away uh soon we'll figure out how um, and some tickets too i'll be giving away yeah maybe we'll just lump in i don't know if there's anything that these people could do to have like a a prize pack with featuring tickets and a bobblehead like i really don't know what they could do for us to get because that's like a lot of stuff throwing into it to a locked on socks prize pack. So look what the socks sent me. They sent me a uh, socks 2001 yearbook since I'm a season ticket holder. A 2000, 2001 yearbook. Yeah, already there. <laughs> wow. They're, they're doing oh, the, the 2021 the 2021 yearbook. Oh, sorry, 2001, <laughs> 2021. Sorry, I slip of the tongue there. Oh, they're they're going for the future. Um, yeah, so they sent me that before five dollar uh, for my uh, season tickets. I'm I'm a big time guy, dude. They take care. I'm of you, legitimate. Man. Yeah, you are legit. Um, uh, I do like the way they take care of their season ticket holders, like sending them nice little gifts, and they really do make sure that that you guys feel like you're appreciated. And it's a clunky year for season ticket holders. Like I know it hasn't been the smoothest process in terms of like releasing the tickets, but hopefully once we get back to 100, percent that thing will stabilize a little bit. But uh, all right, so I have nerdy things that I collect: bobbleheads, you know, um, video games. I know a lot of people play video games. I'm not too hardcore with it but you know I, I do a lot of nerdy things so i i, I come at this uh in a very non-judgmental uh, manner okay um you heard it in the pregame last night liam hendricks uh you know basking in the glow of his al reliever of the month award uh started to talk about things that keep him busy and he was talking about the clubhouse and how they're a group of guys that everyone just likes breaking each other's balls and having a good time and everyone kind of just you know lets everyone do their thing and sometimes you need a little outlet and guys are in close quarters for 162 games they they need hobbies and they need things to do to kind of uh zone out for a little bit and uh, here's what liam Hendricks does in his spare time pretty much a lot of a lot of like just people making fun of each other doing like not necessarily group activities but like i've been doing legos a lot with and then geos joined in a little bit with that and I have to show off my little collection because I built the friend set. I've got an R2-D2 that I'm about to build. I finished Baby Yoder. I finished um, – Baby Yoder. Uh, the, a bust of Darth Vader. I've done some stuff like that, and, and he's been doing his own little thing about these 3D puzzles I was able to find at one of the bookstores on the road. So we keep each other entertained, that's for sure. So 2019 is when I first started with Nanoblocks. There are little characters about this big, and then um, Chicago has a very nice Lego store. So I went down there one day and picked up a friend set, and then since then it's evolved into the friend set, anything to do with Star Wars. There's uh, a – like actually I got a gift from one of our, one of our friends, Joey, 
he actually bought the cityscape of Chicago, which I did initially. Then that turned into the Friends set. Now, today, I'm actually starting the Friends apartment. So the first one was Central Perk. Now we're going Monica and uh, Monica and Rachel, and then Joey and Chandler's Monica. Uh, their, their housing apartment setups with a little bit of cheesecake in the middle. So anyone who knows the uh, the set or knows the story, that'll they'll understand that. Uh, but yeah, mixing between that and some Star Wars stuff. But I try and get through one set per homestand. Tim Anderson has been calling me Lego Liam a little bit. Uh, but other than that, it's. Um, yeah, I think I think everybody's actually just really relieved to the fact that I put headphones on and do my Legos so that they don't have to hear me talk anymore. No, I just I just need a like an outlet to kind of get out of my own head, and that's when I listen to heavy metal music and do my Legos, or heavy metal music and read my young adult teen fiction books. Okay, man, uh, Herb is Liam Hendricks a, a weirdo? Wait, hey, we know he's a weirdo. One and two from Hendricks. Oh, um, is he a weirdo for his Lego hobby? Uh, no what about the young adult teen uh, novels that's really weird that's very (laughs) odd um he can get some better literature than that but yeah i mean if that's a hobby that takes his mind off of uh, everyday troubles go ahead and do your thing my mans um i never really got into lego so i don't get the thing legos or puzzles Uh, i never understood it but you know if that gives you uh, a bolts a jolt of energy and you're you're taking away what four or five hours of your time just to get the central perk Ugh, God, <laughs> i've never watched friends either so oh, I, I knew that yeah, I, I didn't even want to ask you but i felt yeah. like you know I, I felt like it would be racist to to not just not <laughs> straight up not <laughs> ask <assume>. you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, like uh, i think that came out on thursday just like seinfeld and i was watching martin of course well yeah much, I, much yeah. better show than both of those shows well yeah i mean i i watched seinfeld and wearing the seinfeld shirt it was not a coincidence there's a funny seinfeld versus friends rivalry uh on twitter the seinfeld 2000 twitter account one of my favorite things um i i watched friends for a little bit because you know my mom was into it but seinfeld of course and i you know alternated with with martin you know so but Really wasn't a big Friends guy, uh, so uh, you know, not particularly a fan of uh, of Legos either. When you're a, a father, maybe one day you will be her, but stepping on a Lego, not a fun experience, as you could imagine. Uh, you don't have to be a dad to picture that, but it's just a, it's an annoying thing to have around the house. And there's nothing more anxiety inducing than when your kids, you know, gets a like a Lego set for Christmas or for her birthday. And you just see all the pieces are just all over the place. And when they're young, they don't really like, you know, they have, they have it set up. So each part, like it is its own little package. But when you're young and you're a little kid, you just all over the floor, all over the table, you're picking up pieces for months and you know, they're asking where the pieces are. And it's just, it's very annoying. Um, and nothing gives me more anxiety than the possibilities of putting together like a thousand piece puzzle. Yeah. Wife, lo- wife loves doing that. And I'm just like, how can you sit there all day and do that puzzle? Like, oh, God, not for me. I mean, I guess the satisfaction is finally figuring it out or like the anticipation. And then when it's done, see, that would to me would be piss- <laughs> pissing me off. I like I wasted or not wasted. I took all this time to finish this puzzle. Now I'm done. And I don't got anything. I just have a finished puzzle. I could just look at the goddamn box and know that that's what it's supposed to look like. And then what do you do with it? If fra- do people yeah, do, do people frame puzzles? Hit us up at LockedOnSocks at Gmail. Keep them as such. Yeah, well, whenever my wife finishes one, like I got her a game of like a three D Game of Thrones puzzle for Christmas a couple years ago, and she knocked that out over Christmas vacation. 
And then after it was done, it was just like, okay, back in the box. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, take a picture or, I <laughs> yeah. don't know, frame it. Yeah, that would be great. Frame it. Yeah. And then- can remember, oh, damn, yeah, I did that back in uh, Christmas 2020. It was, it was hard. It was oh, arduous. A puzzle? Yeah. Of what? No, no, I'm saying that's what your wife can say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she there, there's she frames it. When, yeah. when people come over, I come over to the house like, oh, yeah, that was 1995. Oh, I yeah. The, when I was a child, it was great. Yeah, there's the famous Game of Thrones puzzle from Christmas of 2020. Oh, boy, we had a lot of fun. Actually, we didn't. It was just me sitting on the couch for you, hours and hours. You well, didn't do any puzzles? <laughs> like, you have a wife that does it, and you haven't done one? I mean, no, I don't find that particularly wow. enjoyable. Like, I get a little... You know, I'm a little crazy. So, like, my hobby is basically just uh, if, you know, video games will calm me down. They'll keep me in the house if I really need to relax. Like, I can zone out. But really, podcasts, listen to a podcast and go for a walk. That's my shiznit right now. And that's what I've been doing. And that relaxes me and it clears my head. And I can listen to a whole bunch of different things. And that, like, that's, I'm, I'm out there walking in the street, but I'm like lost to the world. So I get it. It's the same thought process, but uh, no, no heavy metal music and no uh, Legos with moniker on them. So, uh, yeah, man. What's, what's your, your thing to decompress or, you know, just lo- lose yourself to the world? I play sports video games, so I play either 2K for NBA, or right now I'm killing people on um, the show because I'm one of the best in the world. Mm. Ranked, I was ranked 300, the uh, top 300 last year. We so got to figure out how to do got- that. The cross cross system thing. I have no idea how that works, so we got to do that one of these days. Maybe I bring the Xbox on the Pittsburgh trip. Yeah, I mean, I'll dominate. I'm one of the best players. I have no of all doubt. Time. Yeah. Not not the Xbox. I don't you know the. Controller. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's I same I game, just different controller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. Or you know, I got Ziggy here. He's a new puppy, so we like to have some good times. And uh, Courtney and I like just go for like long walks. Sometimes not just like romantic walks. You know, just to get some exercise. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't it. like to run. She's more of a runner than I am. I have endurance, so I can go and walk forever. But running is not my thing. I just never got into it. I don't have bad feet or knees or ankles or anything like that. Just I don't get it. Uh, weekend plans here. I know Saturday, wife and daughter are going out. Someone rented out a movie theater, one of their friends. Oh, snap. Yeah, like a private party room at a theater so they can watch the this new Spirit movie that's coming out. Kids very excited. But I have the whole house. Not the whole house, but I'll have the afternoon to myself with the White Sox with the 110 first pitch. Going to do a little yard work check out the socks in the new jersey so what do you got planned for this weekend well she is uh gonna be a ta this year or this summer for her law school so she's got to go to school the whole day so i'm watching ziggy here at the house so we might it's gonna be a good day going over to uh the montrose beach the Mm. dog beach over here ziggy's never been in water but he's a follower so if he sees other dogs doing it he'll be going into the water and that'll be a nice uh chance for the guy to see if he can swim he's a little guy with the little legs so i know most saw it off like you exactly i know most dogs can swim so he's not gonna be going deep or anything in the undertow so (laughs) i think he's gonna be fine and i can swim i'm from the suburbs so we're all good wow stop your racist thoughts out there people (laughs) all right well that's all i got we'll have uh We'll recap the Tiger series on Monday as we just are in a real slow crawl to this Pittsburgh trip. I need it in the worst way, and it's just not getting here any any sooner. Uh, we but only got what, what two more weeks on Monday? It'll be two weeks. Yeah, so you know it's getting it. it's getting here. Yeah, so that's all I got. I uh, hope you guys all have a good weekend, and uh, you, you know get yourself out to the ballpark. It's supposed to be 
warm out there this weekend, but it's a good time. You have uh, have one of those uh, Goose Island lemonade shandies. Oh, that that oh, that's a delicious treat that you can yeah, knock you back. You were telling me about that, and I looked for it when I went to the Cubs Padres game. They did not have anything like that. The Cubs have horrible selection for beers. Just rudimentary of course they have the garbage old style do they, they sponsor us no they don't okay garbage <laughs> old style i don't know what crazy is but it's not good and then just a bunch of generic versions of the beers so if they have goose island they'll just have what 312 or some shit like that yeah the Nothing green like, line yeah green line yeah. they'll have just the the name brand of those uh those breweries so all those things and all those improvements they said they made at wrigley not great the hot dogs are trash the, the everything there is not that great except for the home run in because you can never mess that up it's awesome All right, absolutely well you have a good weekend and uh, we'll, i'll talk to you sunday night as we uh, break down this tiger series but that's all i got that is chris Tannehill. follow him at chris Tannehill. me herb lawrence Eknerwall 23 our show at locked on socks Leaving voicemails like our guy, Jake Lamb, at 312-566-8727, 312-566-8727, or leave a voicemail, LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. For Chris Tannehill, Herb Lawrence here. Thank you for listening, and hope you have a great weekend. It's a great time to get out. The weather's finally good. Summertime chai on Locked on Socks. <laughs>